Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 78, what the first week with a newborn looks like. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hi there, friends. How are you? How is your week going? Mine is going pretty good over here. My baby in the last two nights has done some longer stretches of sleep at night. Um, not a lot longer stretches. I'm not talking like eight hour stretches. I mean, come on, my baby's only, you know, six weeks old. (laughs) So I'm not expecting super long stretches, but she's getting to the point where she will do a long stretch starting out in her bassinet at night. Um, and then she'll get up and feed and then she'll go straight back to sleep. And then she'll feed on the other side and go straight back to sleep. And, you know, I then am able to go straight back to sleep, which means that I'm getting much better sleep than those times when she fights going back to sleep or um, won't sleep at all in her bassinet. And she's sleeping next to me all night, which she does still sleep by me at least um, for half of the night. But I'm glad that she's able to learn to sleep a little bit in her bassinet as well so that I don't always have a little tiny human next to me, (laughs) but just sharing that with you so um, you can feel a little bit better about your nights with young babies. I think so often we just have this understanding of other people that their babies are just sleeping through the night at a young age and that they're never in their bed with them. They're sleeping in their own bed or their own room at a really young age. Um, but that's honestly not a realistic, um, you know, a, a realistic place that most families are in with young babies. And, um, you know, you've already heard me share on this podcast about co-sleeping and how to do it safely and how to decide if that's a good fit for your family. Um, so anyway, that's kind of something that I've been focusing on this week, these last couple days, but that is not what this podcast episode is about today. (laughs) So if you've come looking for sleep tips, uh, scroll back a few episodes. I've actually had a handful of episodes on baby sleep. You can go back and listen to those both from me. And also I've had two professionals, um, who are in the sleep world for babies, um, that have come on and shared their expertise, their top three tips. So go check those out. But today what I want, what I want to talk about is what the first week with a newborn looks like. And this was a requested topic from you as are almost all of the topics that I talk about here on this podcast, um, from your DMS, your emails, your questions, all of those things. That is what I base my podcast episodes around. And so I want to talk you through my top three tips for getting through the first week with a newborn, because 
let's be honest, that first week is a little rough. <laughs> Even uh, the first month is a little rough. Um, honestly, I didn't start feeling a tiny bit normal until um, we hit six weeks. But that first week has some special hurdles <laughs> to um, jump over. And so I want to focus on those today. But even if you're in the first, you know, few weeks after having a baby, you will still um, get some helpful tips out of this. And especially if you are pregnant right now, this podcast episode is perfect for you. Um, and as you're listening, if you think of a friend or a loved one who is pregnant and could use this information, you can just click a little button. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, click share, and you can send this podcast episode straight on over to your friend or loved one so that you can help them through that tricky first week. Um, and before I jump into my top three tips, I wanted to tell you that I recently shared on my Instagram, um, some of my favorites that really helped me personally get through that first week with having a new baby. And so I want to share those really quick with you. Number one was my silverettes. If you haven't heard me talk about these, um, these are silver cups that go over your nipples and they are really good at healing. <laughs> they are made of pure silver. So they're a little bit of an investment up front, but you can use them with all of your babies. They last forever. They never lose their effectiveness. Um, as long as you take care of them, basically you just um, put them on your nipples without any creams or anything else. Um, you just put them straight on your nipples and they're antimicrobial, antibacterial. They help fight against thrush. And my baby had um, a few lazy latches in the first 24 hours where I kind of lost my mind as a lactation consultant and didn't fix her latches and started getting some sore nipples. So these silverettes saved me. I do have an affiliate discount code that's breezy10. Um, that you can use on their website to get 10% off. Anytime I share one of those codes with you, I do get a small kickback, but you get a great discounted item and I only share um, items that I really know and trust. Okay, another one that I really loved was my Bow Bay bras. You can find them on Instagram or just straight on their website and they have these great bras that you can breastfeed in and sleep in. They're super great. I don't have any affiliation with them. I just really love them and lived in those bras. <laughs> the next one is um, my, I think you say it, Rael or Rail. It's R-A-E-L. They are, they are organic disposable underwear. Those were so nice to have in those days postpartum when you're having all that bleeding and you really don't want to have any extra laundry. So those are nice to wear. And then you can just throw them in the garbage when, um, when you have worn them for a bit. Um, and then the last one is my earth mama perineal spray. This one has all natural ingredients. I've always used dermaplast in the past and in the hospital, but I wanted something that was organic and had good, clean ingredients. And that one is amazing. I'm still using it from time to time. Um, so many weeks down the road, cause I just love it. It's soothing, smells so good. It's really great stuff. So those last two, the disposable underwear and the perineal spray are both on my Amazon list. I'll have that link in the show notes. 
you guys can check out those things and grab them for yourself. All right, so here we go. I want to tell you about my top three tips now, how to get through that first week with a newborn. So my first tip for you is care for your baby. So first off, it's going to be really important that you feed your baby. <laughs> and this is going to be your full-time job all day and all night. You're going to be feeding around the clock. Now you may already know that all babies lose weight in the first five days or so, and there's nothing that you can do to avoid that. But the amount of weight loss matters. Less than 7% of a weight loss is fine. And you can talk with your pediatrician about this. Also, your nurses in the hospital will know about this as well. Um, but generally speaking, less than 7% weight loss is totally fine. If your baby has 7 to 10% weight loss, that's when we start to watch it. Maybe have you um, hand express some extra colostrum and give it to your baby as a little dessert after feeding at the breast. And then after that, if your baby has more than a 10% weight loss, then that is too much. Well, for sure, um, your nurse will have you pumping and topping off after feeds. Um, that just gives you a little bit an idea, but just remember that, yes, all babies are going to lose weight and there's nothing that you can do to avoid that. But if you are breastfeeding, just know that you cannot offer the breast too much. It's not possible, especially in that first week, <laughs> just offer the breast frequently. And that's going to do a few things for you. Number one, it's going to put in a great order for your milk supply because every time your baby is at the breast, they're stimulating your nipples. That's telling your body to make more milk, especially as they remove milk from your breast. Okay. So number one, you're going to have a great order for your milk supply. Number two, that is going to help your baby to not lose too much weight. Okay. Just like we were talking about before to not enter into that danger zone of more than 10% of a weight loss. And number three, it's also going to help your baby with things like, um, low blood sugar or high bilirubin, because, um, the more that your baby eats, the less likely that they will have low blood sugar and the less likely that they will have high bilirubin because they're going to be pooping out all that bilirubin that will help with jaundice. Okay. So, um, a couple more tips for you on, um, caring for your baby. Let's talk about the umbilical cord, because this is always a common question that I get. Basically, you just want to keep it dry. Okay. So after your baby is born, they will clamp it off. Sometimes they tie it off depending on what type of delivery you had. And your baby's going to be left with this little umbil umbilical stump. Okay. Your only job is to just keep it nice and dry. So that means when you change your baby's diaper, you're going to want to fold the diaper to go below your baby's belly button so that the pee doesn't soak up and drench that umbilical stump in pee. You can also get the fancy diapers with the umbilical cord cut out if you would like. Um, what this also means is that you are not going to be doing baths with your baby. I'm talking about like actually immersing your baby um, in water because again, you want to keep that umbilical stump nice and dry until it falls off. So not a worry because honestly, a baby's bath is not a first priority. Anyway, you're just going to be focusing on feeding your baby. Okay. Um, plus if you wait to do the first bath, you will keep that good vernix, that cheesy coating that your baby's born with on your baby's skin. 
Um, and that is a very familiar smell to your baby. It's the smell of your womb and of you. And in studies that they've done, they found that babies have less crying time when the bath was delayed. Okay, so don't feel so rushed to do the first bath. I'd suggest to wait at least until after the first 24 hours to do the first bath um, because your um, breastfeeding success is going to be much more likely if you wait that amount of time. But you could even wait days a week, weeks, as long as you want. You can do whatever works for you and your family, but don't feel rushed to jump into that first bath right away. Okay. Something else that you're going to want to plan on as you're caring for your baby is plan to change a lot of diapers. (laughs) You're going to be feeding frequently, right? We already talked about that. So plan to basically change a diaper every time you feed because what goes in must come out. So, you know, have some, a good stash of diapers on hand. Um, Also, your baby will cry sometimes for seemingly no reason at all. (laughs) This happens with babies. You can start with offering the breast. Um, You can also change your baby's diaper. If those don't work, those are some good things to start out with. Um, But if that doesn't work, my um, secret weapons that you can try to go to as kind of a last resort when you don't know what to do to um, get your baby to stop crying is either number one, uh, go outside Number two, get your baby naked or number three, put your baby in water, (laughs) give them a little bath. Um, and you know, like I said, you don't have to rush the first bath, so you don't have to fully immerse their body. But even if you just like turn on the faucet, test the water temperature and just run your baby's head under the water that can help to relax them. Um, but again, those are get outside, get your baby naked or utilize water. Okay. So, um, last thing, your baby is going to sleep a lot. (laughs) Newborns, they basically just feed and sleep with tiny little spurts of interacting with you. Um, so when they do want to interact, they're quiet and alert. That's not going to be very often throughout the day, but when they are interested in that, talk to your baby, kiss your baby, um, be close to them. This helps to activate and develop their little brains. So tip number two is care for you. This is an important piece of the puzzle too. It's not just all about your baby. You want to feed yourself. You want to stay hydrated. You want to get some rest and that's about it. That sounds easy, but there's a lot to caring for yourself. So let's talk about that you are going to most likely be a little sleep deprived (laughs) that first week. Your body is going to be making some major adjustments inside and out. Your hormones are shifting, your organs and muscles and alignment in your body is shifting. You lost blood during your delivery, which is normal up to a certain point. And your nurse will, you know, or your midwife will help you um, decide what is a normal point for you. (laughs) But it's another huge change in your body. Heads up, if the bleeding doesn't stop after delivery, um, even if it looks like a lot, um, your nurse can help you through that. But kind of think of it like all those missed periods are coming back with a vengeance. So you are going to see 
um, what looks like a lot of bleeding, especially in those first days after delivery. So much that you get to wear a diaper just like your baby and probably an ice pack too to help you with some soreness and tenderness down below. Again, reference back to my favorite organic underwear in the show notes. Um, but the good news is, is that even though this bleeding lasts for weeks, it will get a little lighter and a little less every day. So yes, you're going to be using the bathroom a lot, not only to empty your bladder, but also to clean yourself up. Um, have you ever seen one of those little peri bottles? You kind of um, can think of it like a little tiny mobile bidet. <laughs> you fill it up with warm water, spray all down below. It helps to clean you off. Um, that is going to be your best friend. Side note on this, why is it so important to empty your bladder after having a baby? Well, it's because you want your uterus to be able to contract down and, oh, it will contract down. <laughs> it can hurt. If it's your first baby, you may not feel those afterbirth contractions so much, but hey, if it's your fourth, like it was with me, they're going to be pretty strong and pretty intense. Um, but it's just because your body knows what it's doing and it's contracting that uterus down even faster and quicker. Um, so it's a little painful, but good news is, is that your nurse or your midwife will likely have something for that cramping, such as Motrin or Tylenol, and they can help you with that. P.S. Did anyone warn you about the night sweats postpartum? It's a real thing. In fact, you'll sweat so much, you might just rinse your bed sheets, especially if you received a lot of fluids during labor. So as you can see from all this, there is a lot that's going on with you and your body after giving birth. Hey, tip number three is find care for your home and your family. So this includes help with meals, help with cleaning, um, etc. You are going to be so busy that first week. Um, if you delivered in the hospital, you can plan to spend about 24 to 48 hours on the postpartum unit before coming home. If you ended up having a C-section, you may stay three to four days in the hospital. Um, but either way, you are going to need help, especially if you have older kids that are home during that time. Once you go home, you are no longer going to have your meals brought straight to your room like it was in the hospital if you delivered at the hospital. <clears throat> and trust me, you are not going to have the time or the strength or the brain power to be making meals. So I would strongly suggest setting something up beforehand. For me, I found a local company that makes freezer mills that I just packed up my freezer with. And we also had some friends and neighbors um, that were so generous with bringing by mills, especially that first week. We had mills every single day, which was so helpful. Um, and you know what? Continuing on with this, sometimes unexpected things happen um, in that first week. Like, for example, maybe you may not be able to walk very well. <laughs> Sometimes tears or episiotomies or C-sections happen, and you may not have the movement that you're used to having before your baby was born. Now, even going further, your baby may spend some time in the NICU or have trouble feeding, 
Just basically expect the unexpected and plan to have your meals taken care of that first week. If you don't have neighbors or friends lined up to bring something, then do a meal service, okay? That can be so, so helpful. Either way, you are gonna want to have help. You usually go back to visit your pediatrician in those first few days after giving birth. Um, for me personally, my midwife visited me at home, which was so nice. They were able to assess my baby and do the newborn screening and tests and everything right at my home. But with all my other kids, I did have to travel to the pediatrician's office to um, get them assessed and have their newborn screening and everything done a few days after birth. So if you are also in need of traveling to an office, get help. You may not even be able to lift and carry your baby in the carrier. Your body isn't going to feel like your own. So have some help. Maybe your partner, your friend, your mom, your sister, whoever, have them come along with you, especially that for that first visit to your pediatrician's office. And here's a good little pro tip for you. When in doubt, do skin to skin in that first week. Skin to skin with your baby is always a good answer. If you're not familiar with skin to skin, that means you don't follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Go check out my tips and tricks there at Breezy Babies. Um, and again, my top three tips for getting through that first week with a newborn was number one, care for your baby. Number two, care for you. And number three was find care for your home and your family. Listen, do you feel like you could use more help? I would love to work one-on-one -on -one with you and my consults are open again. That includes both in-person consultations and also telehealth lactation consult uh, consultations because I know that many of you are not local to Northern Utah. Um, check that out on my website, breezybabies.com. And do you want to know what my number one seller is on my website? Personalized pumping plans. Go on over there, check out all my services and guess what? Insurance may even cover six free consults with me. Listen, have a great week. I got to get back to caring for my own little baby, but just know that you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.